98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top story is a senior hospital authority medic says recovering patients may have to be moved to ease the burden on isolation wards. A fourth police officer tests positive for COVID-19 and the nation falls silent to pay tribute to the Chinese victims of the pandemic. A senior hospital authority official says there's an urgent need to consider easing the burden on hospitals by moving COVID-19 patients in a stable condition out to other quarantine facilities. Dr Owen Sung, medical director at the Authority's Infectious Disease Centre, says hospitals still have enough facilities for now as 400 extra isolation beds are put into use. But with a double-digit increase in the number of patients each day, Dr Tsung says new quarantine facilities could be set up at convention centres and sports grounds for patients who are recovering. At the moment, we are still OK with these 400 beds. We are still downloading patients to these second-line facilities. And it really depends on how the developments of the outbreak. If it is increased in a very rapid pace, then perhaps we have to consider other isolation facilities. The police force say a sergeant in its tactical unit has tested positive in preliminary checks for the coronavirus, the fourth officer to do so. In a social media post, the force said the 46-year-old had taken part in patrols and crowd management operations in the past two weeks. He's based at West Kowloon, but the force said he was not a close contact of the three other officers to to, to contract the virus, including a tactical unit officer at the same station who fell ill last week. The police said the officer sought treatment at a public hospital on Thursday. His team is working from home and station facilities are being disinfected. Cities across China have fallen silent in tribute to the more than 3,000 people who've died on the mainland from the COVID-19 epidemic. As Francis Sitt reports, Hong Kong also paid its respects. At 10 o'clock this morning, the chief executive, her cabinet and the legislative council president gathered at her office to mark a three-minute silence. The national and SAR flags flew at half-mast at all government offices. At the same time on the mainland, streets fell silence to remember the victims of the pandemic. In Wuhan, the epicenter of the outbreak, all traffic lights turned red for the silence. Cars, trains and ships sounded their horns and air raid sirens wailed. The commemoration coincides with the annual Chengming Tomb Sweeping Festival. Although people have been encouraged to stay away from group activities and use online tools to pay respects to the ancestors. There have been sparse crowds at many of SAR's cemeteries this morning as people heed official advice not to gather in large groups for tomb sweeping on the Qingming Festival. Under new laws, people can't pay tribute to their ancestors in groups of more than four unless they all live together. Announcements have been broadcast in cemeteries reminding people to wear masks and not to gather in crowds. This woman, a healthcare worker, said the arrangements were inconvenient and likely to prove ineffective. I think it's a little bit inconvenient because since we are like 10 to 12 people uh, in total, but we need to separate into three to four sessions in in order to fulfill the new law, which is we can't be get uh, in four people or more than four people. But I think it's not really safer because if we cannot do our self-practice well, so it, it, it's just useless for this law. 
The Constitutional Affairs Minister, Patrick Nip, has sidestepped questions on how RTHK breached the One China principle and its mission as a public broadcaster when it asked a World Health Organization representative whether it would reconsider Taiwan's membership. The minister said only that the question of Taiwan's membership in the WHO is clear, as only sovereign states can join. The Commerce and Economic Development Secretary, Edward Yao, earlier criticised RTHK's report. Mr Nip says Mr Yao's bureau will handle the issue based on the One China Principle and RTHK's charter. The uh, membership of the WHO is confined to uh, sovereign states and Hong Kong's uh, participation in the WHO is as a part of a member of the uh, Chinese delegation. So I think on the membership of the uh, WHO issue is clear enough. As regards the handling of the uh, interview uh, by uh, RTHK, I think we have to look at it from the angles of uh, RTHK as a government department and also RTHK as a public broadcasting authority. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Lawmakers from across the political divide have come together to urge the government to make sure its next round of coronavirus relief funding goes to struggling workers, not their bosses. The government says it is working out the details of further relief measures as the pandemic continues. Wong Kwok Kin from the Federation of Trade Unions said employers were the main beneficiary of measures announced so far. The Labour Party's Fernando Jung agreed and said the money was not reaching those who needed it most. There are a lot of employees who are taking mandatory leave without pay. They got their work cut back and therefore their income cut back. Of course, some of them have lost their jobs. We think that the second round should go directly to the employees or the self-employed. Instead of like the first round, that would be only going to the employers. The MTR says it will reduce off-peak services on three lines from Good Friday and scrap in-town check-in on the Airport Express as passenger numbers decline due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Tung Chung and Tun Ma line services will run only every 10 minutes outside peak times and at weekends and public holidays, leading to an extra wait of a minute or two for passengers. Non-peak services on the Airport Express will run only every half hour instead of 15 minutes and shuttle buses to hotels will be suspended. Meanwhile, all trains on the Disneyland Resort line will be replaced by shuttle buses. The MTR said passenger numbers were down 40% year-on-year as of late last month, with 80% falls on the Disney and airport routes. Governments around the world have been urged by the United Nations not to use the pandemic as an excuse to stifle political dissent. The director of the UN's Human Rights Office, Peggy Hicks, said any emergency measures to deal with the virus should be proportionate and temporary. We are very concerned about the potential opportunistic use of a public health emergency to accomplish other ends that may not at all be necessary to addressing the pandemic, directed against opposition or disfavored groups in some way, civil society. Um, We're certainly concerned about that prospect. The UN has pointed to powers introduced in Hungary, which will allow Prime Minister Viktor Orban to rule by decree indefinitely. There's also concern that India's sudden lockdown could plunge millions into poverty. The head of the International Monetary Fund has said the coronavirus pandemic had created an economic crisis like no other. Kristalina Georgieva said she had ne- they had never witnessed the world economy come to a standstill. She said it was humanity's darkest hour in her lifetime and urged unity. 
saving lives and protective livelihoods ought to go hand in hand. We cannot do one without the other. And in that spirit, we at the IMF are concentrated on making sure that there is a strong response to the health crisis as well as protecting the strength of the economy. The IMF has a one trillion US dollar war chest, which Ms. Georgieva said it would use as was necessary. The Microsoft founder and philanthropist Bill Gates has said that he is sure that the scale of the coronavirus epidemic will prompt the world to better prepare for such threats in future. In an interview with the BBC, he said previous health crises caused by SARS and Ebola had not led to enough investment. He said capacity to handle disease outbreaks had to be ramped up. I'm sure that given how awful uh, this has been, this time the world will pay attention and have standby capacity so that the next time it comes, the response, the diagnostics, the drugs, the vaccine will all be dramatically better, which the quicker you are when something spreads exponentially, it's, it's a night and day difference. Sport now and football clubs in the English Premier League are to ask their players to take a pay cut of 30%. It's intended to help clubs pay non-playing staff at a time when no matches are taking place. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. Football stars are in danger of being knocked off their pedestals. Premier League players earn on average $73,000 a week. They're being paid for not playing, and yet some clubs have laid off other staff, all the while expecting the taxpayer to cover 80% of their salaries. The Professional Footballers Association has been holding out for a structured solution, partly for contractual reasons. This proposed pay cut would replace individual club initiatives. The Premier League has also promised substantial advance payments to the lower leagues and a donation to the National Health Service. And that's the news from RTHK. Radio. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week we have a smorgasbord of new music on offer. With a featured EP, pop, and a featured mini LP, rock, plus hot new hits from a lot of other places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. He is from Rome, and we start off with our selection of hot new hits from other places on the planet with Hoshi, a Japanese stage name for Mathilde Gernet from Versailles in France, who's been recording now for the last three years, and she's also making quite a name for herself as uh, one of the frontrunners for the GLBT movement. This track, her first hit on the charts this year, is called Sky, spelled phonetically, and pronounced as the in the English S-Q-Y is spelt, and it's the name of her girlfriend to whom the song is dedicated. Apparently, it's from an upcoming album to be released later this year. The album will be called Sommeil Levant, or Sleep Rising, and that gives you an idea of her dreams. So here's Hoshi. That's a Japanese uh, stage name. Originally started off when she was 15 with a stage name Hoshi Hideko, uh, then she just kept Hoshi, which apparently means star in Japanese. 
Uh, and she tried to be part of the The Voice uh, TV series, uh, but uh, decided not to join when the production imposed her a song. She prefers her own self-penned songs, which she plays out on the street. She loves busking and seeing the people's reactions straight. So here's Hoshi and Sky. Jeunesse entre les murs, pas de Paris, entre amuros C'est vrai, on jouait les durs, nos cœurs perdus dans la fosse Oh, on l'a fait le mur pour squatter les endroits craignos Regarde sous l'armure, y'a tout notre corps qui se désosse Chaque dimanche à rien faire pour s'occuper, on s'ennuyait On décuvait de la veille, on se répétait plus jamais Avec nos planches assis par terre, on parlait, on rêvait Pour être franche, on se demandait mais de quoi demain sera fait Mais de quoi demain sera fait Ça fait un bail que je n'ai pas dit Mais Sky tu fais partie de ma vie Mon île de France n'a pas de palmier Ni de piste de danse pleine à craquer Ça fait un bail que je n'ai pas dit Mais Sky tu fais partie de ma vie Pour avancer j'ai dû partir Je t'ai laissé Souvenir Sky 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 Je sèche et le cœur lourd La peur de tout foire Et quand nos faiblesses nous jouaient des tours À nos étés passés cartouches fumées après les cours Sur le chemin du lycée Après la douche on faisait demi-tour Posé au parc chaque nuit Tu sais on refaisait le monde On se disait que la vie pouvait s'arrêter chaque seconde On buvait du whisky pour mettre la pression aux blondes On voyageait nos lits On était des âmes vagabondes Moi je donnerai tout pour revivre ces quelques secondes ah. Ça fait un bail que je n'ai pas dit Mais Sky tu 